Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Diamonds in my teeth, I got a lot of shine. Running up the number, that's a lot of time. Try to take it from me, must be at your mind. I keep playing, got a Smokey in the air, that's a lot of time. Welcome to episode 244 of 4th and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn and Mr. Prime in the building. And we are talking the Broncos Eagles preview with a special guest, Stephen O'Reilly. Uh, talking about the Broncos, breaking it down. I know uh, Eagle fans are, are headed out to, to Denver as we speak. They're flying out. You know, they're, they're, you know we're, we aren't going anywhere, uh, unfortunately. We're, we're going to have to live through you guys, but um, it's obviously got to be exciting for people who are going out there. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous. Prime, are you a little jealous, Evan? A little bit, of course. Colorado, that's a, little a bit. must visit spot. Um, so we're bringing in a guy who knows a little bit something about um, Denver. Uh, a, a super fan, love loves the Broncos. He's one of the guys I first started doing content with in 2009 so we, this is how it all started but uh the history is repeating itself how are you doing today my friend steve I'm, o'reilly I'm very well thank you guys for having me on I'm a big fan of your show you guys kill it every week we love listening to you and i'm really happy to be a part of your show thanks for having me on thanks man. Appreciate that. Bye, man so it looks like you got a tim tebow uh poster in the back negative sir that is brand out of the way. beast mode <laughs> beast mode he even signed it for me yes what, what do we what do we call that the original one five right yeah that's right before Tebow like came that. along i like that i like that i like that you know i know eagle fans uh we've been we've been catching some uh heat from uh all all you know cowboys fans and and washington and new york fans you know we we like to speak highly of our Eagles, but at this point in time, we've been taking a lot of heat. And uh I, I know your 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 Broncos recently beat, you know, our one of our hated enemies, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, yeah. are, are are the Cowboys I mean are the are the Broncos for real? You know, we don't know yet. We really don't. They they came out started the year, won three games, but the three teams they beat hadn't won a game yet. They were all oh for whatever. Uh, then they went on a stretch. They lost four in a row. They seem really discombobulated. They lost to Cleveland at Cleveland against Case Keenum and a bunch of backups. Everybody was ready to fire Vic Fangio, your boy Pat Shermer, who's out in Denver now. They're ready to fire everybody. But then they get rid of Vaughn Miller, and I think that sent the message across the board to the team that, hey, anybody can get traded. And nobody's job is 100% safe. 
You know, if you're not on board to help us win or whatever the case may be, you know, we'll make changes. And I think that might have lit a fire because they came out and they played physical. They played aggressive against Dallas. And that's not that's not what we see week in and week out. You know, sometimes they, they look that part and other times they just look like they don't know what's going on. And, you know, tons of little mistakes here and there, tons of little flags. They don't pick up third downs, you know, whatever the case may be. And the next thing you know, you're looking at a loss. You know, but that's across the league. Any team is like that. If you don't do the little things, you're not going to win in this league. You, you guys know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> and at le- just, just looking at uh, the AFC West as a whole, I mean, like that is a neck and neck race right now. You guys are technically considered to be in last place as of right now, but you could be in first place at the end of this week if you end up yeah. going off against the birds. Um, so like, I feel like we're kind of uh, in different spots, uh, at the Eagles and the Broncos so far this season, the Eagles somewhat at, at a crossroads. Do you think the Broncos are like a legit team to contend for the playoffs? I think they could contend for the playoffs, but I don't see a deep playoff run. I mean, if they get in, it'll be a wild card. I don't see them winning the AFC West unless they really catch fire. It's a tough uh, division to be in right now. It is. I, I, I don't see them. I mean, if they can get to 10 wins, 11 wins, and maybe get a wild card spot, I could see them getting in the playoffs. But I think that even that is a little premature at this point. They have a lot of parts that they have to get together and, and do as far as injuries are killing them. They're, all four linebackers are new. They got rookies across the board. They got right tackle, left tackle. They're both out. I mean, they're, they're beat up. And they got to get healthy. If you're going to talk about me, 17 game season, we know that it's a little bit longer. I could see them contending for a playoff spot, but I don't see them like dominating in the AFC playoffs. I don't see them being that strong. Realistic, you know, I mean, I definitely respect that because, you know, you might get a person that might come on here and talk about, yeah, we're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to go ahead and do that. And, you know, they don't they don't face reality, but I can see that you're keeping it real about your team. Uh, it, and it's pretty much the same thing with us. You know, we, we can see these guys turning around, but if we're going to go ahead and tell you they're going to go in the playoffs and win it all the way, we'd be bullshit because that's definitely not happening. Right. Uh, you know, the way, like Gail will always say, the way our offense is set up or, you know, the way our defense is set up, we definitely don't have our shit together. Um, but, you know, I mean, having uh, <laughs> having Teddy Bridgewater, man, well, I mean, like, I think that was a key, uh, you know, key guy that you guys picked up in the offseason and bringing him onto the squad and stuff like What's, what, what's that been like, you know what I mean, like having so much faith in that kid? You know, he, he really kind of messed with the fan base because a lot of people wanted to see what Drew Locke was going to grow into or what he could do as he matured. You know, we knew he was going to take some time to, to grow into that role, but he was a second-round you know, second pick. They kind of wanted to see what they had in him. Uh-huh. But I think Vic Fangio and the coaching staff said, look, if we don't start winning, we're fired. You know, we got to produce. We got to get a veteran who can control the huddle. He can control the pocket. He can be accurate, not turn the ball over. And let's just win the old-fashioned way with defense, running the ball, and a controlled passing game. And I think that's the formula they went with. And, you know, Teddy has been doing that. He's got a good uh, completion percentage. He doesn't make a ton of turnovers. You know, he's not going to drop back and shred you downfield all day long. But he'll hit you deep when he needs to, like we saw with uh, Tim Patrick against Dallas when he dropped it right in the bucket for 44 yards. So he has the ability. It's just the play calling has to be, you know, they have to stay and they got to keep, you know, the sticks moving. They can't be in third and 12 or third and nine. It's got to be third and three, third and four, where the play action will work, the bootlegs will work, 
you know, if you're asking him to drop back and look at four receivers across the board and just shred you up, that's not what they're going to do. And right. if they get behind, they have a hard time getting back up because they're not, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady just going to boom, 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 boom. You know, that's not what they do. They want to run the ball first and then play the pass off the run. So, yeah. you know, we'll yeah. see. Pat Shermer's actually out this week with COVID. So I don't even know who's calling the plays. We're going to see what happens there. Well, maybe that's a good thing for you guys because uh, we we know we know what Shermer is and who he is. But Dude, last week, right? I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but last week I'm watching the Dallas game and and Javante Williams is just eating, right? I mean, he's just running people over. He's just he looked great, and they got a key third and two, and next thing you know is an eight yard sack, and they can't kick a field goal or whatever. Now they're those little Pat Shermer calls kill me. I mean, why are you not running the ball right there? You know, it's that kind of thing that gets me upset. I don't get into it as much as the overall fans do, you know, with each play. I mean, it's it's a long season. It's a lot of reps. It's, you know, a lot of things happen. But there's little bits here and there that Shermer just mm, drives you crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, something that's driving us crazy as Eagle fans is uh, quarterbacks that keep on coming in here are having their way um, like it's Burger King. Um, they, oh, they, really? I, I, I saw a guy out in uh, San Diego, or excuse me, whatever the charges are now. They uh, shredded you all up last week. I was looking at stats. 38. Hey, that's been normal this year. That's been hey, normal. Your <laughs> division. Your division. Your division has been like between, uh, you know, Mahomes and then, you Car. know, even Carr playing better. He is. He's playing better football. The Raiders are a better team. I hate to say that out loud, but they are. They're getting better. They renamed Derek Carr's last name to Carve because he carved up our defense. Uh, what was like? What was he? Ninety-one percent completion percentage. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So, so like, very similar to. Uh, so, um, is this something that we can expect in the short, intermediate game, the middle of the field? Do you have confidence that? Teddy Bridgewater can win in that space. I know you have tight ends. The way your tight ends are set up, I think they should be able to eat. Yeah, and the one reason I feel it that way the most is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy in that intermediate to short, he is quick as a cat on a hot tin roof. He gets open. (laughs) Want to say it again? How how quick is he? (laughs) He's as quick as a cat on a hot tin roof. He is. He gets it. I'm serious. I've never seen the dude not get open. He just, he'll shake you in that short space and he gets open. And when he's played, Denver's undefeated. When he's out, they haven't won because he's big on those third downs. He keeps defenses honest as far as where they're going to play up. And then you kind of have your levels to pick from. You can run a guy deep like Tim Patrick. You can have Sutton coming across. You can have Judy underneath. You can dump it off to Javante Williams. It just gives them so many more options. When he's out, they just roll coverage to Sutton. They double the tight end with the safety and linebacker. Where are you going to go? It'll be third and nine. You're going to get four yards. That's it. Okay, we'll give you that. You know, Judy yeah. makes a big difference for them. He really does. And and I think Bridgewater he plays better when he's in the lineup. Is he and playing he, this weekend? Yeah, he's in, he's playing. He's back. Do you think what what do you think the offense turns into if the Eagles are end up uh, end up like B 
being able to put Slay on Judy and he's able to shut him down? What is their next thing to turn to? Because as you oh, said, you mean the Pro Bowler it, Court and Sutton? You mean that guy? Yeah, that guy as well. That guy as well. But I, I wanted to touch more on the on the tight ends that Gail had brought up. I mean, I know that you guys, I know no, coming into the year, Noah Fant was one of the guys that everybody was talking about, but um, Albert. I don't even want to try and pronounce it. Yeah, we just name. call him Albert O. Yeah, Albert O. <laughs> um, I mean, he's really been uh, turning some heads this year. So, I mean, our linebackers are kind of set up the same way your linebackers are set up. We've yeah. got absolutely no middle of the field. So that's really the thing between the run game that the Broncos can just pound it down your throat and the tight ends. This is really what I'm fearing about this team. So yeah. uh, if, if we're able to shut down the wideouts, uh, two tough ones, uh, do you think they could still get it done with the tight ends in the run game? Yeah, I do. They they love to feed the tight ends. They love they love Albert O out in space. They run a lot of boots, a lot of you know little play action to his side. Get everybody flowing to the right. He cuts out left. Hit him for three yards, but he's fast. You know, he's yeah. a faster tight end. He was I think a four or five guy coming out of combine. Yeah, he's like four five nine. He was he's fast. Mm. And Fant is a big guy. Big hands, you know, he's more of your bigger bodied. I think he's like six, seven, six, eight. He's a bigger right. guy. He's been a Fate? little bit disappointing for Broncos fans. Has he? Yeah, he hasn't really. I mean, first round pick, you expect him to kind of come in and just dominate. I know the quarterback situation has been a little bit, you know, murky in his first few years, but he's not a dominant blocker for his size. You'd think he'd just be mashing people in the line, yeah. but he's not. I mean, he's a decent blocker, but he's not, you know, incredibly great at blocking. Um, but yeah, I think that they, I think Denver does what Denver does. I don't think that they're going to look at your team and say, oh, okay, we got to attack them here. We got to attack them there. I don't think that's the way they roll. I think they're going to come out they're going to run the ball with Javante and they're going to try to get that running game going. And then they're going to feed off of that running game with play actions, whatever. So if you guys shut down the run and just shut it off, mm-hmm. it's going to be a close competitive ball game. That's how I see it because you guys are going to want to run the ball too. Looking yep. at the Eagles, you've scored most of your touchdowns on the ground. You've had 14 rushing. You've had 11 passing. Yep. Completion percentage is one of the worst in the league. So you're not you're not going to air it out and come out and try to beat people throwing it 40 times, right? You're going to play oh. close to the best. We might try that. We might try to do that. Don't speak you know what I mean? But that, I think that these styles are very similar. I think you guys want to come out with Howard, run the football, work off play action, try to hit your rookie Smith deep, let him do some things, get to 24 yep. to 28 points, and hope your defense keeps it to about 14 to 17. Yep. Right? It's about, yep. about it. Absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely. And I think that's what we're trying to do too. And I think we're we're looking at you guys. I think the biggest key for you in this game, if you want to win this game, you need pressure. You've got to get pressure up the middle. I think Fletcher Cox could be the key to the game because that's where Denver's the weakest, is right up the middle. Their center, Cushenberry, he's young, he's in his second year. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not, you know, big, stout, mature guy yet. And then Glasgow, their right guard's out. Uh, so, you know, they're a little weaker up the middle and I, that's where they get pressure from most is right up the gut. So I, I could see if you guys can bring that pressure up the middle, kind of make the deeper passes a little harder to do because the pressure's coming. Mm-hmm. That'd be, a, it'd be a tight game. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, last week, I mean, being at the game and seeing the score up on the scoreboard that you guys were winning at one point, 14, nothing on the Cowboys. I gotta be honest with the, with the fact that you guys gave up Ron Miller. And how how surprised were you to see your defense go off the way they did? I mean, I started catching some of the highlights, but I mean, I was like, 
I was like, wow. I mean, look, at the end of the day, thank you. Because, you know what I mean? We can't stand the Cowboys. <laughs> we're, you know, we, we, there's two teams we like, us and everybody that plays them. So, uh, but, I yeah, I mean, it was just – it was a shocking thing to go – I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It was just a shocking thing to go ahead and see it. And it, 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 I have a brother. So, just – I have a brother who's a Cowboys fan. So, any <laughs> wow. chance – Those yeah, yeah. family uh, get together yeah. is really fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> any chance that I get to go ahead and, you know I mean, pretty much uh, come down on his parade uh, with um, – Anybody that beats his team, I definitely have a good time and take advantage of it. But how yeah. surprised were you? How surprised were you, man? Like with the I was a little surprised. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little surprised. I kind of thought they were gonna come out and get waxed up. I was just, you know, ready for what they did at Cleveland, you know, the the 10 days before. But that 10 day stretch, you know, sometimes Thursday night football can help you because it gives you a little bit, it's almost like a bye week, you know. Yeah. But um if you really look at the game, Dak missed a lot of throws, and the game should have been tighter earlier. It should have been tighter throughout. He had guys streaking. He had C.D. Right. Lamb on one play. It was the third and whatever. He just overthrew him by like three or four yards. If he hits that, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of plays that Dak missed. I saw a lot of throws that he – so I can't say, oh, Denver shut him down. No, he just missed it. Yeah. I mean, they didn't cause him to miss that throw. He just missed it. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know – Yes, I'm happy and surprised, but I think the Cowboys helped a little bit too. They didn't play their best. He wasn't, you know, dropping dimes every when he had the chance. And he had guys open and he just missed throws. And that would have changed the complexion of the ball game, I think. Right, right. Uh, j- just looking at uh, – Paul had a question for you from uh, Paul from across the pond. No, I, we didn't put it up yet. He wanted to know um, what Broncos player this year has impressed you the most so far? That's a good question. Um, I know what you're gonna say. Who? Javante Williams. I was gonna say that or PS2. Yeah, both of them are right there, neck and neck. I think PS2 impresses me more simply because his position is that much harder. Yeah. You know, corner in the NFL is no joke. I mean, week in and week out, you're going against you know gazelles that can run and jump and everything else you got to be on your game and he is playing very good he's a little banged up he practiced this week he's questionable mm-hmm. uh, without him you know he's one of our faster corners darby is you guys know ron darby he was a former eagle he's starting this week callahan is hurt bryce callahan's out uh, Fuller had a good week last week, but Kyle Fuller came over from Chicago. Everybody was super happy about him, thinking he was just going to be the stud. He's been a little disappointing. He's had, I mean, but corners get beat. That's what they do. You know, you know <laughs> so, uh, he PS2 did get beat in practice by this guy. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hey. That is that is Devontae Smith, by the way. The slim yeah, I know. He, hey, Devontae Smith is going to beat you. He's good. And if anybody knows him, this is Al- former Alabama teammate. Yeah. But I'll tell you one thing. There's one player that PS2 reminds me of the most is Champ Bailey. I knew he you were really going to say Champ. Yeah. Yeah. He really <laughs> does. But he's a little bit longer than Champ. He seems to be just a little bit longer, arms a little taller. Um, but yeah, he moves well. He's so technically sound for a rookie. You can mm. tell, you know, it's in the genes. It's in the family. He that's does a, everything really well. He's he's a great player. I think he's a he's a future, you know, superstar. He really yeah. is. I, I really think he has potential to be an absolute superstar in this league as well. I honestly am excited to watch that matchup this this weekend. I mean, I'm anticipating 
Sertain covering uh, Devontae Smith. And like how you said, you described Patrick Sertain. The way you described him is exactly how I would describe <laughs> Devontae Smith, just extremely technically sound and just like a, it's it's an art uh, how he runs routes. It really is. Um, so I'm interested. I'm interested to see. Uh, who yeah. ends up coming out on top in that battle? It's going to be a really good one. Hey, Steve, me and uh, Mr. Pete over here, he's flexing heavily in the chat. I see well, that because I know you like that Jay Z horn, and he's probably yeah. telling you, so, PS2 is better. And well, like, nah. no, 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 I said, no, I said that he was, I said, I said, um, PS2 is, is technically sound. You know, and I said J.C. Horn is more aggressive. So we have a bet going that whoever has the better season, obviously J.C. Horn got injured early. So I'm going to have to, like, get Pete a jersey or something. Uh, me, me, by the way, Pete, I don't know if you got your package yet. I sent in the mail. I know you're waiting for something. I don't even know what it was. So I knew I had to send you something. But um, flex all you want. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to give it to you. I know PS2 is he, he's doing his thing. He is. He's legit. He oh, you, you didn't you get Mac uh, McCain back? McCain? Yeah, he uh, just. That he I just, don't know. I yeah. looked at their depth chart just before we got on, and I know they made some transactions because guys have been hurt and this and that. And I know Nate Hairston is back in the in the fold, but I don't know uh, any recent transactions. McCain McCain got picked up by you guys. He cleared waivers, and you guys picked him up. So yeah, oh, okay. that's what happened this week. Yeah, hey. we need depth. They they're banged up. That secondary is banged up. They need it. Now tell us a little, little bit about Justin Simmons. I know he leads your team in interceptions. I mean, he's a, he's a guy. Is he he's is he is he an enforcer? Is he the thumper in the middle, or is he you know cover ground? Yeah, he's definitely more of a cover guy than a thumper guy. I mean, he'll he'll hit you, but he's not like you know Ed Reed or Troy P coming down and busting you. He's not that, but he's very very good. He's probably the leader of the defense and the face of the franchise right now. Uh, he's a very uh, He's just in command of that defense, and he, he's smart. He knows what to do. I watched an interview on one of his interceptions he did, and he, he did his homework. He knew what play they wanted to run, where they were going to go with it, and he baited the quarterback, making it look like he was going this way, and then he just broke and had that interception. He's very good. He's a very good cover guy. And without him, you know, I think Denver would take a step back defensively. I really do. He he gets everybody in place and and gets everybody lined up properly and all the, all the important things. Right. Um. You you, you mentioned how uh, you mentioned the mid like we've talked about the linebackers, but I, I'm more interested about the defensive line. And you mentioned earlier in this podcast how finally, as Eagles fans, we've been begging for them to lean on the run game. Like it, it's been something where we're chanting it in the stadium whenever we we have a big run play that pops off. Do you think? That how how strong is this is this uh, line? How long how strong is this front seven? Are we going to be able to get it done on the ground? I think it's going to be hard for you guys. I think it's going to be tough sledding. I mean, we don't have monsters up there like a team like the Rams. You know, you got big name guys all up right. in the front, but you've got a lot of hardworking guys. You know, um, but when they focus on one thing. And I think that's what they're going to do. I think they're going to turn the run off and tell Hurts, okay, beat us. They're going to commit to shutting the run down. You're going to see Simmons around the line of scrimmage a lot, just like they did against Dallas. He had the key fourth and one stop behind the line. You know, they get that extra guy up in the box. And they're going to, I think they're going to try to shut that off first. I I can totally see that happening. 
And I, I'm, I'm just curious, how have they been if, like, they have to flush the quarterback out? How have they been containing quarterbacks? Yeah. Because Jalen Hurts can get down the field, too. Yeah. I like Denver's speed. I, I they don't have problems sideline to sideline. They struggle a little bit against the physical. You know, the teams are a little bit bigger and more mashy. So we've gotcha. got our linebacking crew. They're all, you got really young guys. You know, you got the two linebackers from Ohio State and Browning and Cooper. They're really right. young, but they're fast. Right. You know, so you got the speed. I don't really see any massive thumpers. Yeah. You know, Shelby Harris is probably our best interior player. He's really good with his hands. Um, but I mean, all in all, Denver's defense is solid. That's probably coming into the lead into the year. That was the better side of the ball for Denver for going sure. in and the offense is trying to catch up. So, you know, I, I think Denver will do just fine turning the runoff. I don't have a fear about that, but you know, if Hertz gets out of the pocket, makes things happen, does some play action, throws some, you know, some bombs or something and gets them in early. You just never know in this league, you know, but I, I think Denver will, will do well against the run. I think they're going to commit to it and you'll see seven, eight in the box regularly early. Now, um, you know, over the years, you know, I know you've, you know, as long as you've been following the Eagles, I mean the Broncos, sorry. Um, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've actually known Steven since I'm, was nine years old right yeah we were yeah we were little kids went to elementary school together high school together played on the same football team in high school as well well we, we get into that later i, wa- I watched gail play. <laughs> did you have to go tee back in the day he wore number one back before it was cool he was the fastest guy on our team well he could fly he could he hey, could. was legit i gotta give him credit he was I- good I didn't even pay Steve to say this, but, you know, anyway. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. The, the thing I hated about Gail, because I was a baseball player, and Gail played to all sports, too, and I could throw anybody out when I was catching. You stole second, you were out gun you down. Gail would be standing on the bag while the ball, ball was still in the arm. Like, come on. You got he was fast. I can't. Right, I, I would steal. I would I steal all the bases, even home. Tell yeah, him, he Steve. was bad. He was a 4-3 no. guy, even in high school. Um, he legit was. I hate to say it, but he was fast. He was hey man, that's too. Dave, too much sauce. You give him too much sauce. Steve. I'm just saying, man. I'm being, <laughs> He's being not gonna real. be able to fit his head out of door frame. No, nah, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, going back, you, you, to, you've seen the effects of Mile High. It's not. I know it's not Mile High anymore, right? No, they changed the name. Power Field. But anyway, you is the is the stadium really in a disadvantage for other teams to play there? From what I've heard from other players, yes. When I go out there and you watch the game, you don't see it. It's like you don't, you know, you can't really tell. But from talking to guys that have played out there, they don't like it. Can they you feel it by in the, the stance? Like yeah, the in the fourth air? quarter, from what I hear from players, in the fourth quarter, your chest burns more and your throat is much drier. Mm. So it's like you have, it's not that you have trouble breathing. It just kind of gets dry and hurts to breathe. You know what I mean? Because it's and as it gets colder, that even you know gets harder and drier. Right. So I mean, we we have issues like climbing stadiums. Me and Evan. I don't know about Prime. He's a little bit more in shape than we are. But <laughs> we when we and Evan were going up, I'm, I think you know if we were up in the bleachers and the nosebleeds, I don't think me and Evan would make it. Yeah. No. That's, they need, that's they need one of those uh, chairs <laughs> on the side of the staircase to bring us up. <laughs> That's why I'm going and I'm looking at this comment. Gail and Fast in the same sentences is still not clicking. Right. You, know I mean? yeah. you see the way this man comes up the stairs? Yeah, like, St- Steve, 
Yeah, I mean, bro, I was, bro, I'm all, I was always the fastest dude. So it's he just was, wild. He was legit the athlete. He was. <laughs> hey, I, 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 it, I mean, but I mean, it's just like again, you see him coming up these stairs. It's like, how the hell were you fast? I mean, dude, this whole used to be. This whole situation reminds me of AI a couple years ago. They asked him, can you still dunk? He's like, those days are over. <laughs> Bruh, man, I told my ACL it was a wrap. Okay, okay. I can understand that being this man's this man's excuse, but what is the – let me point over here. What is your excuse? You're young as hell. You're a baby. Me? Me? Yeah. I, I like cookies. We got <laughs> <laughs> He said, I, I like cookies. I like cookies. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, there's, there's a question from uh, Pete. He says, uh, so he says, Steve, well, what is Denver's weakness? Uh, well, I mean, they have – if they stay on the field, I think that's the biggest key. Their weakness is time of possession. And I think that's the Eagles, too. If you guys, I looked at your time of possession. Opponents are on the field 33 minutes. Y'all are on at 27. Yeah. So that means your defense is tired. Pass rush is less effective, right? Guys are having trouble staying up with the faster players, things like that. Denver shoots himself in the foot more than any team. They, they get frustrating to watch. And they just make stupid little mistakes. Um, their biggest weakness right now is due to their youth. Uh, I think it's going to be just that little things, just being in the right alignments, the right place at the right time, not blowing any coverages, you know, not seeing guys in the secondary yelling at each other because he was right. supposed to do this and he was supposed to do that, you know, being all on the same page. Um, but honestly, Denver's biggest weakness is when they come out and they just look flat. They don't look like they have any energy behind them. And some fans wonder if it's because their head coaches is elderly he's in his 70s he's not a high energy coach yeah. he's an older guy he's kind of professional business as usual right and sometimes denver just seems like they're not there you know and you're not hitting guys harder you're not it just doesn't they seem flat they seem flat for that four especially against cleveland that cleveland game at cleveland was hard watching case keenum pick denver apart was really hard to watch yeah, because they yeah. just look flat. And then against Dallas, they show up. They look like they're ready to punch you in the mouth, and they look like a decent team. So, I mean, who do you – that was gonna kind of like my follow-up. I mean, so is this an opportunity for the Eagles, who are dying to get a win, to catch a Broncos team at home coming off a, a Cowboys win? Could trap they game? Trap game? Maybe, but I doubt it. Oh. It could be. It's not, Denver plays really well at home. They just do. The That's one thing we don't do. It. The place is we, wild. We they, do, they play well there. I don't see the Eagles going into Denver and getting a win. I Our only wins this year yeah, we have played, been away games. Away games. We, play, we, we, we play pretty well away. You know what I mean? If we had been there, guarantee win. I'm saying that right now. Guarantee win that we've been there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, so, can't, I can't doubt that. I mean, you yeah. guys bring the mojo with you everywhere you go. I see Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I yeah, I, I, you, you got you to gotta let us know, too, How if the uh, city gets painted green. Oh, I mean, you're down in Florida. That's right. Yeah. Denver's yeah. yeah. a fun city, though. I, if yeah. you guys ever do go out there, you, there's a hotel right in the parking lot. You walk. Wow, right. great! Yeah, really good. So, look, get, getting back, like I, I want to talk a little bit more about. Uh, I, I talked about how tight your division race is. Is it nice? What What is your thoughts on Kansas City this year? Like, are the wheels know. officially off? Like, I don't know. I, I'm surprised watching this. And it's uh, my home. Know. It's my home's little brother doing them damn TikToks. Yeah, the TikToks <laughs> is killing him, man. He's distracted. <laughs> 
you, 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 have to, you have to feel like as a Denver Broncos fan that all the other teams in the division that thought that this team was just going to be a dynasty for the next decade, they're going to be frothing at the mouth this year, right? Thinking yeah, that a little they, bit. It, it, it's kind of bittersweet because, yeah, it's like, hey, Kansas City's not as great as they've been. But then you see San Diego and all the Chargers and all these other teams coming at you, and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> you better keep up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Kansas City, to me, they, they've always been a team that's won with offense. And I think if you throw a little cog in the offensive machine, if you will, you know, mm-hmm. they've never dominated teams defensively. You know, they've won 38-35 or 42-30 to 30 or whatever. Right, right. So I think, you know, when you get a little bit of that disruption in the offense and it can it can hurt them, you know, and then they look normal, so For to sure. speak. For sure. But time is everyone's worst enemy. And that's why guys like Brady and all those, they're so great. Because you can't figure them out, even though they've been in the league for 10, 15 years. You know, how many guys have we seen come in the league, first two, three years, light it up, and all of a sudden that game tape comes out, and it's, hey, mm-hmm. he can't do this. Make him do this, and he doesn't look so great. I mean, that's what we see. So yeah. is it catching up to Mahomes and teams starting to figure out how to play him? Maybe a little. I mean, there's there's tape. You know what he's good and good, not good at. But I also think it has to do with just, you know, they've been beat up. They don't run the ball as well as they used to. For sure. Um, you know, they used to have stud running backs. They still do. Edwards Alaire is good. Don't get me wrong. But remember yeah. when Green Hunt and them were just killing it. You know, Jamal mm-hmm. Charles way back. I mean, they've always had talent. But I don't know. It's hard to say. They could catch fire and win eight in a row on you. You know, I'm For not sure. saying they're done yet. They just For might sure. be figuring it out. Who knows? You know, I'm not. Mm. He's too talented for me to say, ah, yeah, the dynasty's over. They're not. I mean, they could come out and just start dominating people again. You know what right. I mean? I mean, defensively, I think the defense needs to be. Uh, it needs help. They need Tighten They up, need to be yeah, checked. Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. need help. They need help defensively, for sure. Now, Ty right. from YouTube says uh, he's worried about Denver's tight ends. Uh, shout out to Elliot, who said he will be in uh, attendance. He will Hold be at down. the game. Uh, we, uh, we had Ride a comment from uh, Mama McCabe. You know, she says she's in Philly. Like, she, where is it, New Hampshire? Yeah. And now we're not having a game in Philly. She and comes she to did. Philly. She got, she got her dates mixed up. <laughs> come on. Come on, Mama. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Todd said, I sound like Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> hey, I didn't say anything. Steve said all that. <laughs> no, um, Gail's no Al Bundy. He's Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle Rico, yes. <laughs> he can throw I'm... football a quarter of a mile. You know, <laughs> coach would have put him in. They're the states. I'm definitely Uncle Rico. That's my that's my fantasy football name. In my Uncle Rico? League. Uncle Rico, yeah. Definitely me. Um, Bronco fans still missing Peyton Manning in those glory days. Oh yeah! Oh look, hey, look at him! I got a question for you, man. Growing up watching uh, John Elway, you know, I mean, the guy, you know, he was a uh, it was a pleasure watching that dude play ball, man. He was he was really good at what he did. Um, him being the operations president of your operations, like how how do you feel like with him making some of these decisions? Has he been like helpful? Has he been like not really? Well, like, you know, it's funny that you say that, Prime, because this is his first year. He stepped away from that. He, they hired John Patton from uh, the Vikings. Patton is the new GM. He's the one that traded Von Miller. He's doing what he wants to do to run the team the way he wants to run it. Okay. Elway's kind of taking a back seat. He still oversees everything, but he's no longer involved in the player uh, decisions and that kind of stuff. I think he 
accepted the fact he may not be the greatest uh, executive when it comes to picking players, you know, Paxton Lynch, guys like that kind of make you go. Ooh. But he no longer does it. So Patton's the guy. Uh, and I think that if you look at the things the Vikings do, you're kind of seeing what the Broncos do. You know, Javante Williams kind of reminds you a little bit of the guy from Florida State they got. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. things here and there. You know, he brought over Mike Boone, the running back from the Vikings. You know, so I can see the similarities there a little bit. But, yeah, Elway is no longer uh, doing the executive calls and stuff, which is, you know, we're going to wait and see how that all plays out. But, yeah, he's kind of stepped aside from that role. So, let, for John. Let, let, who is your third favorite quarterback in Denver history? You got third. Elway and Peyton, top two. Who, who's number three on that list? Yeah, that's a good question. I'd probably say Jake Plummer. I like Jake Plummer. I like I like Jake Plummer back then. Yeah, he was fun to watch. I enjoyed Jake Plummer. He was sneaky fast too. Yeah, he was pretty decent. He did well in Mike Shanahan's, uh, you know, zone scheme, offensive scheme, bootlegs, and all that kind of stuff. We've had a rough run at quarterback. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking about Osweiler too. Oh, Osweiler. His name wasn't. His name wasn't Osweiler, it was Assweiler, because that man was a two-bag of air. <laughs> and he got paid. Yeah, he got Yeah, because he money. came in and Denver had a good right. team. Right. What, what was the reason he got paid? Team. He was a backup behind, was it Manning? Yeah. Is that why he got paid? Yeah. And then when Peyton got hurt, that's the I wish you guys had that clip you queued up. He was it was late in the fourth quarter, and Denver had the win. And Osweiler took his helmet on to go out, and Peyton's like, nah. <laughs> he just like Got all mad. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny as well. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It's been a it's been a long run at the. Uh, we'll be all in on Watson. No. Yeah. Dan. Dan has a question. He says, Steve, do you think the Broncos will be all in on Watson at the end of the season? Everything I hear from people that I know say he doesn't want anything to do with Denver. He wants to go to Miami. He has a no trade clause, so I don't see Denver doing anything unless he says he wants to go there. Will it be an option? Yes, but I think their number one target is going to be Aaron Rodgers. I think they traded Vaughn Miller to get those draft picks so they can come at him with whatever you want. We'll have we'll be loaded up. We got two thirds, two seconds. We got a first, whatever it's going to take. I think that's who they're going to target first. Get get but, get a line, I mean, get it. Get a line, buddy. <laughs> yeah. We're willing to throw Ben Simmons in our package. Yeah, get, get a line. I know, I know, I know, I know. Steve be talking to people, and, and you know, he's little, little. Does everyone know it? it used to be uh, very tight with uh, uh, Mister the Unk. Oh, big Shannon Sharp, big Shannon Sharp, man. This, oh, you, man. You, still, you still getting in from back in the day? We used to do graphics for uh, Shannon Sharp back in the day, um, when he was with CBS on his on his glow up. So, I mean, you still talking to Shannon Sharp these days? Uh, every now and then on Twitter. Not as much. Yeah. He's he Before he He's started the show, we used to chat a lot. I was funny because when you sent me a direct message, I was going through my DMs and he was right below you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but not as much. Not not really. No, not. He's busy. He's I'm just a Twitter follow. I'm just happy he follows me on Twitter. I mean, nah, that's, eating trades, yeah, that's, I'm good. I, that's all I, I, I need. I, I can imagine what some of those conversations are like. Is that dude is hilarious, man? Oh, he's yeah, dude. he is funny. He's we funny actually dude. had him on skinnypost.com when Gail and I did that. He did, okay. we did an inside the helmet, he did the tight end segment for us. Yeah, man, we had some 
some we had some killer guests back in the day. Um, yeah. We had a question, fantasy question from uh, Todd. He says, uh, "When will Javante Williams take over that backfield?" Hopefully soon. I see it starting to turn now. I, I think it's, in my opinion, it should be right away. I mean, Melvin Gordon's still a little bit bigger, a little bit more physical. You know, he's going to give you a little bit more of that, you know, pop up the middle. It'll probably still be a one-two thing, but I think you're going to see Williams getting the majority of the carries because he's earned it. Yeah. I mean, you look at his runs, he's he's running the ball well. Yeah, he's he's running hard. Hard. He's yeah, I mean, how do you not give the guy the ball? I mean, it, what more does he have to do? The yak is ridiculous. I mean, you know, I, I've been high on Javante. He was a guy that I wanted the Eagles to take in the second round in terms of, like, the way they're doing Miles Sanders and not really giving the rock. I thought well, you pair him up with Javante Williams, that'll be your back for the next four yeah. years. And, and and Patton traded up to get Williams. So they obviously want him. They obviously want to use him. Hopefully within a week or two. I think this week is going to be a week we see Denver really focus on the run game. I think as you get into the season now, we you have to start to find your identity. Who are you? What do you do? And how is it going to get you to the playoffs? Yeah. And I think now is when you start. If you're the Broncos, are we a running team? Are we a passing team? Are we a balanced team? And I think that they, you look back at the game they lost against uh, Cleveland, I believe. Williams only touched the ball four times. Four carries. Yeah. I mean, that's to me that you can't win that way. I don't like to see Teddy Bridgewater drop back and throw 40 times a game. Yeah, we, we, you know, it's, that. It's, we know that. I know. It's, it's funny. The things that you're saying are exactly <laughs> the same things we've been complaining about. Well, the whole thing is like this. <laughs> because neither of us have a quarterback. Yeah. Now, uh, Pete has another question, fantasy-related. Uh, should I start Melvin Gordon this week in fantasy? Over whom? Javante. Can you come back and tell me, Pete, who your other options are? I don't want to just say yes. And Oh, I had so-and-so on the back. Hey, hey, you know who else? I have Javante Williams in my lineup this week. That's you going to start him? I think so. Good to you. Oh, did you see in the pain? He didn't know whether he wanted to or not. <laughs> I have to. I have to. I have, I have Devante Smith playing this week, so I'm, I'm all right. You know, it is what it is. Uh, Jacob says he, he wants you to fix that picture behind you. It's bothering him. Was it crooked? Yeah, yeah it's a little crooked. Really? Jacob is like, can you fix that? Jake, Jacob, Jake, Jacob's got OCD. Oh, we're living now. Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Jacob, you yeah, happy? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to bother you, Jacob. I, I, thought, to enjoy I, the honestly, show. I honestly thought you were gonna go ahead and just be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's fun. It's yeah. funny about our Eagles, man. Like we, like like Eagle fans, you know, there some some there's a there's a portion of the fan base who is like, oh, we're gonna, you know, ten and whatever. There was some that was seven, you know. There was some that was like. The rebuild, uh, the re- retool faction of the fans, and now we're we're, we're in in this middle of this pretty much the rebuild right now. Like you know, tr- we're trying to figure out um, who Jalen Hurts is, and it's so weird because like as Eagle fans, you know, you're like, there's a lot of us who are rooting for our quarterback. There's a lot of who went stands who are still heard about the situation, and then there's people who are pro. Um, Pro, pro, what's pro, uh, getting like a guy like Russell Wilson or whatever. So it's, it's weird that at week in and week out, the fan base is a little bit split up. And 
again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that the Eagles have built around him the correct way. The last couple of weeks, they should have been doing this earlier in the season, and it still was. It's kind of weird how they were putting him out there, trying to make him pass like forty something times. Um, but do you think, uh, as an outside looking in, what do you think of Jalen Hurts' game? I, mean, I know you've seen him in college and everything, but what, what do you think of Jalen Hurts' game? I mean, obviously he's a double threat. He he averages over six yards of carry when he does take off and run with it, which is, you know, tough to defend. I think I agree with you as far as the surrounding parts. I, you know, he did bring in a first-round wide receiver who looks like he's going to be a stud by, you know, all accounts. He's, he's got the goods. So I think they're getting there. I just think you got to run the ball more. You got to control the ball more. You need the ball more. That's yeah. the problem. You just don't have it enough. And when you – Kick when you're getting rid of it on third down, you're not fitting, you know, getting them third and shorts or third and mids, and you're kicking it. Your defense is just getting worn out. That's all yeah. that happened. You know, why was Peyton Manning's defense is so great? Because he was on the field for 12 or 13 drives, and Mathis and Freed would come in all rested and come yeah. get you. You know yeah. what I mean? But if they were out, if he was going, you know, three and out, and they're back on the field, well, all of a sudden they're not as fast, all of a sudden they're not getting home. And the blitz isn't getting home and guys are running free. You know what I mean? It's a little thing. One thing goes to another. I would like to see you guys commit a little bit more to the run game, offensive line, defensive line. Just keep doing that. And you'll be fine. That's what I think. Is there anybody in Denver's uh, fan base that, that wants Drew, uh, Drew Lock back? Oh yeah. A lot of people. Okay. Oh, it, it was legit 50, 50, even probably more at the beginning of the year. People okay. were really upset. They thought for sure Drew Locke is going to win the job. He, he played great in that one preseason game. So but, how, how long, I mean, how short do you think that Teddy Bridgewater's leash would be? Do you think that he like has to just have a couple bad games in a row and he's out? Or do you think that this team's committed to him? I think Vic Fangio is committed to him. Okay. So I think Vic Fangio basically said, look, he probably sat down. I'm just totally guessing here. But yeah, he probably yeah, yeah. sat down with Broncos brass and they said, look, you got to start winning ball games, or we're going to get a new head coach. Yeah. So he probably said, all right, we're going to get rid of this <laughs> rebuilding. Let's get some veterans in here to try to win. And I think that's what Teddy did. I think yeah. he sinks or swims with Teddy. I really okay. do. Okay. Yeah. We I think we... next year, uh, Pete, go with Fournette. I think next year, um, go with Fournette. I think next year they go for a bigger quarterback, and I think they'll probably try to trade Teddy to some team that needs a quarterback, and then yeah. keep Locke and just keep grooming them. So it's like they get an Aaron Rodgers, they get a Russell Wilson, you know, they can have somebody behind them that potentially could take over. Were you surprised in the return for um, for Von Miller? No, he's still really, really good. Second and third picks pretty high, and that's that's yeah. good quality. For but sure. he's still he's still a solid player. I mean, he really is. He gets right. home. I mean Was it was it true about the, the drama that um was about a Halloween party and that the, I you don't know. know. I mean what was I, the rumor I, about that? Yeah, the rumor was that they were gonna have a Halloween party or something that's coming up, and some of the team leaders decided that they lost, you know, a bunch of games in a row, wasn't the best time to be partying, and from Things I heard there was still a Halloween party anyway, and that kind of was a little dichotomy there. And I don't, but who knows what's true? I don't know. Hmm. But that's what I I did hear a little bit of some grumblings there that there was some stuff. But you know, hey, 
Broncos fans are really hoping that at the end of this year, Vaughn Miller is a free agent and he comes back to Denver and they just gave what? us a second and third round pick for a couple weeks. A you couple think he'd do that? Yeah, he can do that. He's free agent. No, but you, but you, you think he would do that? Well, he said Denver's home. And I, he said in hey, his Denver. interview, hey, Shannon Sharp left and came back. I don't see any reason why I couldn't because he went to Baltimore and came back. Yeah. yeah. He said that. In, I mean, why would he say it if he wasn't interested in coming back? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. Who knows? Shut- Shout out to Nina joining the chat. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm Von Miller. I mean, he did. Did you see the last time he went up against um, Lane Johnson? Hit him with the Matrix, spun him around. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully, you know, I'm glad we don't have to deal with him. Yeah, he's good. He if I'm being good. honest. If I'm being honest. I, I was sad that day. When I went to work the next day, I got a lot of hugs. Everybody was like, here, <laughs> you need a hug. I was like, I can't believe he's gone. I get hurt. Yeah. It did. I was really surprised. When I got a text from somebody, I was at the bar and they were like, hey, Von Miller just got traded. I was like, what? What What Was the reaction of the fan base upset or understanding? Yeah, they or? were hurt. Okay. I think a little bit of both. Okay. okay. Because I think they want the equity and they know Vaughn's getting older and, you know, we have yeah. a big contract. So we can get a couple picks. We don't look like we're going to win the Super Bowl anyway. Let's just keep building toward the future. And then I think the other half was, hey, he's our guy. He's a Bronco for life. Right. And right. So he said, you know, you want to keep your good players. Uh, in a cool tone, shout out to uh, in, in a cool tone on YouTube. He says, "What are three things the Eagles must do to win Sunday, and what are three things Denver must do to win Sunday?" Uh, we'll do the three things the Eagles must do to win Sunday. We'll we'll start with uh, Prime. What are your three things you think the Eagles must do to win on Sunday? Pressure. Uh, you know, he mentioned it earlier that you know we got to get that pressure from Fletcher Cox. Um, so knowing that, that that center is a rookie, you know what I mean? And Fletcher usually likes playing against rookies and he takes advantage of rookies. I'm hoping that he can go ahead and do that on Sunday. We need it. So, you know I mean? That's that's my key thing to the game is getting that pressure from Fletcher Cox. You talk about pressure, I mean, and taking care of rookie. Did you see Fletcher, Fletcher Cox go un, unhinged on the timeline? And he was yeah. we went after like some bot type dude. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. uh, shout out to Jess. We I, I was praying for you. She was like... Whatever that guy said made no sense, and Fletcher Cox thought she was he was, he was talking to her, her. She she was talking to him, right. and then she, he went. We was like, "Well, that's why you take pictures from the neck up." I was like, "Whoa!" Everyone was like, "Stray bullet." And then so then he he said, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I thought you know you were coming at me." So she's like, "Well, maybe I can get a jersey and some online." I was like, "I was like, go ahead, just do your thing." Uh, but he's gonna sign a jersey and have it sent to her. So. Shout out to Fletch in that aspect. Uh, so <laughs> um, I, I, one thing I would like to, I mean, just running the ball. I mean, the Eagles have to run the rock. And I think it's very important to keep up the same, you know, keep it, keep it moving. Uh, it, it seems like it's, it, it's, it's progressing each week. Don't, Hey, don't, don't let it stop here. Keep, keep running. I, I mean, personally for me, I mean, um, you know, Steve has talked about so much about with Von Miller leaving all these new guys at the linebacker, the entire middle of the field, I think is going to be open. So I think we have to attack the middle of the field to attack in uh, whether it be the slot, whether it be our tight ends uh, in the run game, uh, you know, passing to our running backs. I think that's how uh, we end up getting this offense going, honestly, this weekend. Now, three things Denver must do to win on Sunday, Steve. Uh, they can't turn the ball over. 
Um, they have to shut off the run. And they have to, I think if they win the time of possession, don't turn it over and shut your run game off, they come away with a win. Sounds good. And I think for the Eagles, though, my three for the Eagles is they should they need to win the turnover game. They need to get a couple turnovers on the road. They mm-hmm. need to shut off Denver's run game, and they need to run the ball well. If they do yeah. those three things, I think they're in the ball game. It stays close, and they could pull out a victory. Uh, Pete says we need to use Goddard more and see what we have in Tyree Jackson. Yes, sir. Yeah. Dude, I can't I'm wait telling you right now, the Broncos can't cover a tight end. We never no. have been able to cover a tight end. <laughs> I, I think, like that. I think Tony Gonzalez just burned it in our hearts that tight ends are forever going to haunt you. <laughs> and it's just every, I mean, it, it's always been a tight end. He's always killed us. Remember that guy that uh, the Chargers had forever? Gates? He yep. killed us for decades. One of my favorite tight ends ever, man. That's the way to attack Denver. Go after go go with the tight ends. They've always had trouble covering them. Mm. Yeah. You expect Fangio to uh, blitz heavy? Yeah, the Shea was mentioning this weekend. Yeah, he's right. They're gonna bring it. They're gonna bring the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Now they're Jones. Gonna force, they're gonna force him to make decisions quick. Yep. That's what they're gonna do. Uh, Jones, three keys to winning the game. She says, run the ball, blitz Bridgewater for, for a loss, score TDs in the red zone. Okay. Come yeah, on. That's, okay. that's huge. Okay. I... Uh, Jacob says Fletcher be having you scared to comment like he gonna come knock on your door and take your woman. Hey, <laughs> Mister Maybe Mister Steal your girl. Um, I think he's a happy camper these days. He's he's he's. I think he's happily with his, his chosen one. You know what I mean? Um, yo man, I, I mean I'm I'm. It's weird because I like I'm. The Eagles have me in a state of. They 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 have me in this. <laughs> the Eagles have me in a state of like. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm now. It's more like evaluating because, like, at this point, like, if you catch L's here, like, it's now we're looking at the three first round picks. Who's winning here? Oh, I think the... you guys are definitely getting a quarterback. I don't yeah. think Hurts is your future. I just oh. don't. Oh, I mean, could be, but I personally don't think he's. I think next year you guys have a new starter at quarterback, whether it's you a will. veteran big name or you have a first round pick coming in. Hmm. Oh, if, or if you're going big names, if you're going big names, who, Russell uh, Wilson or or uh, Watson, somebody like that, I could see that. But or, anyways, hey, let's say <laughs> let's say what happens if Watson goes to Miami? Now all of a sudden, two is open. Two can get traded from the AFC to the NFC. Steve, go back. Did you just say two is going to go to Miami? I didn't say he was going to come to you. I said he couldn't be available if Watson goes to Miami. Or Watson. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> uh, it's funny. But I, if you look at it, you look at the stats. Go to NFL.com, team stats, passing. The Eagles are not anywhere near anything but the bottom. Oh, we know this. And that's the quarterback. <laughs> you don't have your, to remind your us. Your completion right? percentage, your yards, your touchdown pass. There ain't nothing that goes, whoa, this guy's the future. Steve, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. I know y'all are you know, trying to get everybody mad at It them. definitely <laughs> is the truth, but you know what I mean? It's the truth, man. Stop. Hey, like it. Tranquilo, tranquilo, tranquilo. In all honesty, I had a conversation with Gail last night where I was like, 
there's really nothing that jumps off the page as I've seen so far this year. That is like, wow, right. he's got, he's very elite at that specific thing. I haven't, right. I haven't. I mean, he's a gamer. I mean, he's definitely. A gamer. He, he's, you said you, 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 you you're saying that, Gail. You're moaning as if I'm saying something. That's no, I didn't. I didn't moan. I, truth, I, I just, I just said. I mean, let, let's I call said, a spade a spade. I said, oh, 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 oh. Nah, I'm not it sounded, afraid to say it, it bro. sounded more like I a moan. St- I stand by my words. Oh, oh, oh it, sounded, it sounded like a moan. <laughs> but honestly, though, it's just this whole league. If you don't have a good quarterback, you don't have a good team. I mean, look at the Patriots. They were just world beaters. Brady leaves, they're average. A little yeah. better than average. You got a good coach. Yeah. Now, Peyton, Peter, Peyton leaves Indy, they don't win a game. Defense <laughs> defense wins games. True. I mean, last night's game was, was good to watch. I mean, those Miami Dolphins, yeah. they came through yesterday. Shutting yeah. down Lamar. You know what I mean? Um, hey, so. I just got to be honest. I hate the Thursday night game. Yeah. It. It's a bad product. Mm. I don't like it either. It's a money grab. You got yeah. guys that play their asses off on Sunday. They got Monday to rest, Tuesday to walk through one practice, Wednesday they're on a plane, Thursday they got to play. And I'm going to be ready? I'm greedy. The road man. teams I, I, never I, I, win I, on a short week ever unless it's like the worst team and the best team. Yeah. I always yeah. take the home team on a short week. They just no. got to get rid of that game, I think. Pete has asked this question twice already. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Pete. Any good free agents from Denver next year? Uh, hard to say because they do a lot of their signing before that period comes. Um, I don't think any – well, Vaughn Miller was going to be one, but he, he's gone. So nothing that just jumps off the page, no. Right. Everybody there is pretty young in Denver, believe it or not. It's a young team. Deshae, speaking from the, the, the rooftops, he says, I don't want no Russell Wilson, man. Bro. Whoa. I can hear I can hear Philly roar from Florida if I get the announcement. Russell Wilson trading. That's what I mean. You guys would be going bonk. The dude's a Super Bowl. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback, man. He's gonna be in the Hall of Fame one day. Why would you not want him? I just surprise, motherfucker. Like, oh, I I just have a feeling like there's just like you know we saw Howie. You know, watching Pickett and Howell yesterday. I mean, he's got to do his homework. Eagle fans are like, he's checking out quarterbacks. I'm like, he's the GM of the team. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know binoculars, man. That's how you know he means business. He always, oh, God. He always oh. means business when he's got the binoculars out. But, I, like, again, could Howie stop himself from getting a Wilson? There's no – if he's available and everything's right but and it, the, everything it, aligns. It's a little premature. It is because you don't even know what you're going to finish this year with your schedule. What pick are you going to have next year? Is it a top five pick or a top 10 pick or 20? I mean, you don't know where you're going to be. That value is going to dictate what you can do with the pick. You got a top five pick. You might be able to bring in somebody. Yeah. You forget the, I mean? forget the picks uh, in a cool tone is looking for Sierra. So nope. I'm glad he said it and I didn't have to. I don't think Russell Wills can pop like Sierra. Is, is, does he want to play in a city with Fletcher Cox, though? As notorious <laughs> as he is. Oh, Mr. Steele, you got Dan. Dan's all for letting Russ cook in Broad Street. Hey, man, like it, that, like it is right right now. There's everyone is split up. No, nobody agrees on anything quarterback in Philadelphia right now. Pretty much. Well, that's right? what happens when you lose. It is. Russell Wilson is not over thirty nine years old. Yeah. 
Deshay. Hey, I need I need you to go check your Wikipedia. Hey, I think page, we should we should um flag Deshay's <laughs> comments so he has to use his girlfriend's Facebook page. Don't think we forgot. He, he meant he meant third. He meant third. He said, "Don't think we forgot." Like he got flagged. He had to use YouTube in his group. Like we, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Like it, this is just what it is. I mean, at we the next couple games we got to evaluate. We got to we got to figure out who this team is. We got to yeah. figure out if they could breathe in the mile high. You know change stadium name whatever you call it um hey if we if the fans go out again they went out to for vegas showed up in, in droves if they show up for a broncos game and you put up another two pack of ass type of performance this eager this the fan base is going to be upset because you haven't won a game at home and now you got this this fan base the going out there heavy when they come home you, if you get booed by your own fans in Denver, but I don't want to speak that into existence. I think, <laughs> I, I think yeah, that, I've been to a lot of stadiums. Denver is one of my favorites. The the crowd energy there is crazy. It's yeah. it's high. It's up there. It was like it felt like Clemson when I went to a Clemson game. They all come running out, and that energy is like the fans really do feed off it well. It's not as like when I would go to Miami games. It doesn't feel the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Denver plays yeah. well at home. They do. I think this is going to be a tough week for you guys. Our confidence is up after beating a six and one team. They feel like, hey, we we can play with anybody. Mm. So let's you, let's keep. I'm, let's I'm hoping pay. that spells out trap game for us personally. It could. I think it be it could be a trap a trap game for Eagle fans who are enjoying all the bud and uh, not not Bud Light, the other bud in in oh, Denver. Yeah, walk into the coffee shop. like. The Eagle fans are so relaxed, you know. The, <laughs> the you know the you know the the, the, game, the game calls are gonna be like, why are Eagle fans so relaxed? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Uh, but um, you know, we're we're, we're breaking the hour point. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with last word. We'll go with the we'll go with the prime. What your last word before we get out of here? Well, it's the officially the second half of the season. Um. You know, I've been saying this for the past few weeks, but I'm just going to keep it as simple. You know what I mean? Just go in there, play your game. Hopefully we can come out with a W. I mean, the turnaround, I'm not even going to ask for it anymore. I should have been here by now, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, just trying to stay positive, but, you know, yeah, that's, that's definitely awesome. hard. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> hard. Uh, I guess I'm just looking forward to the next tailgate, to be honest with you. <laughs> so, so that's just me being real you know what i mean looking forward to the next tailgate so you know what i mean so uh you know good luck endeavor uh oh wow do, do something <laughs> we gotta do score probably we gotta we gotta score prediction um no okay we yeah, I, I can't i can't i can't. I'm a, i actually just want to see what evan's gonna say because whatever evan says that's the outcome right there so the opposite, it usually. It's usually that's what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna wait to see what you say because yeah. it's usually the opposite. So yeah. I'm gonna put it on you. That's the outcome right there. Put the pressure on you, bro. Okay, okay. we'll go F. F. Last word. <sighs> man, um, I, I mentioned earlier in the intro how this is truly a crossroad game, man. For this, this is the season, I believe. Uh, this week, uh, if the Eagles lose this game, like it, like like we said, they, they're gonna pack it in. We're gonna be start thinking about the draft. Uh, the playoff picture really starts to become unrealistic. We win this game. This is the time of year where the Eagles tend to put on, you know, put figure things out, and they put on this late season rush towards the end of the season where, you know, we're sitting there last week of the season, like 
we either win this game or we uh, and we are in the playoffs or we don't. Um, with that being said, I'm going to stick with the juju. I'm going to say the Eagles are going to have a tough time out there, folks. It's going to be a real tough game. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say next to coffee cake. I'll I'll all your money touches my money. The whole game that wouldn't be out of the ordinary. Um, so I'm going to say it's going to be a it's going to be a 28 to 24 loss. Oh. Wow. There it is. There it is. And that's and that's even included with the new uh uniform combo and everything, right? Oh, I mean, the uniform combo's lame, bro. Uh, like, they're, they're, they're talking about getting all excited about black pants with white jersey. They need something, man. Give, give me the all black. Give me the all black. Give me all green, man. If you're going to go ahead and go do something, you should Anything of bringing white and black together is a positive thing, guys. Uh, if anybody's uh, following Martin Luther King, come on now. There you go. Come on. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, if a lot of people are like, yo, man, I did this in Madden. Who didn't do this uniform in, in Madden? Um, I mean, I didn't. I, I actually did. So um, it's all right. I would rather have Kelly Green. I know uh, Broncos will have their their uh, orange on orange, looking like uh, with the old orange. helmet logo too. They got the old Bronco logo. Oh now. yeah, nice. Nice. Oh, nice. Are you bringing that out this weekend? Nice. Yeah, pretty dope. Okay, that's what's up. Hey, um, I, I want you guys to understand that was strategic what I did. So. Oh no! Listen, I I yeah. I sensed it. Yeah, don't worry you know about it. I, mean? I sensed it. It's all I, good. I don't, I don't need to talk about it. And you jinx don't. It. You yeah. don't. We're good. We're gonna stop right there. Okay, well, we'll we'll move right along to Steve Steve O's last word. My last word is thank you guys for having me on your show. It's an honor to sit and talk ball with you all. Uh, I don't think the Eagles are definitely out of this game. They can beat Denver. They're, Denver's not a world beater. You just mm. got to do the little things. When you're watching the game and it's third and four, and if you guys don't pick it up, those things keep happening. That's when you lose ball games. They got to sustain drives, get a couple turnovers, keep the defense, you know, off the field. They'll be in it. Uh, if they don't, it could be ugly, though. I think it's going to be scores 27-17, Denver. All right. He said Denver. Wow. I think Denver's going to win. I, do. I, I think Denver's going to win. They've got a good momentum right now. They just they seem like they they're got their – it kind of came back a little bit for them. They were lost there. That Cleveland game, they looked so lost. It was like, I legit thought on Friday everyone was fired. I thought yeah. Fangio, I thought the whole team was getting fired. Number they gone. lost to Case Keenum. They had no Nick Chubb. They had no nobody. And they just came out and beat you down like that? Like, hmm. that bothered me. And I think that kind of got them going a little too. And you saw it against Dallas. So, yeah. We'll yeah. It'll be a good win. Two good teams. Dwayne says we're getting this win. Um, Congratulations to Pete, man. Yeah, yeah Pete. man. Shout out to uh, Pete. Hope, man. You, uh, hope everything goes well. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, uh, awesome. Are you going to name him Jalen? Maybe. Devontae? Or Russell? Patrick. Or or Aaron? Or Aaron? Uh, y'all talking about baby names? Yeah. <laughs> or Denver? Yeah. Or Devontae. I did read, though, about the game this weekend is Patrick Sertan is questionable. He only practiced one day this week and it was very light. So okay. he might be okay. out. He got hurt in Dallas. So. Okay. All right. Okay. That, that would make me a little nervous. I'm going to go with my last word here. Uh, first of all, appreciate uh, Mr. O'Reilly for coming on. I go way back with this dude uh, starting, you know, 
social media content. It all started with Steve. We had a plan, came up, and uh, you know he's part of my you know drive. You know, so uh, big shout out to Steve and coming coming on the coming on the pod, two days notice and dropping gems about the Broncos. So you know, appreciate you giving us all the nuggets about the Broncos. Um, for all the Eagle fans out there who made that trip, um, man, bl- bless you guys. Uh, hope you guys have great weather. Hopefully the tailgates are rocking and the suds are flowing and the buds are growing. Uh, hopefully, you know, I, I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles have a, a perfect opportunity to catch them on a flat, flat, flat week. You know, you just beat the Cowboys. Can, can you come back and beat the Eagles when you're feeling yourself? I don't know. I don't know. I this is, I'm I'm, I'm calling the Eagles W here. Okay. I'm gonna say twenty seven twenty four Eagles. All right, close game. Heroics by Jalen Hurts. I need something. Need something to be excited about. Let me ask because I don't know what's the most points y'all have scored this year in a game. Forty four. Forty four. So you can put up points. Yeah. I mean, against Detroit. I mean. Yo, the man asked the question. He didn't ask who we played against. He Dwayne, just said how many points. Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne. I, I see you, Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne and Steve O have done a lot of partying together. <laughs> a lot. A, a lot. Me and Dwayne got a lot of stories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love you, Dwayne. I hope you're doing good, bro. I miss you. All right, uh, but I and, say I seen his name. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I appreciate you stopping on uh, for me, Prime, Evan, and Steve. We'll see you guys in the next one. And as always, fly Eagles, fly. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.